this time last year, we were talking about you being moved from the Selkirk Steelers to the Steinbach Pistons and the adjustments that you were going to make. Uh, just take us through your mindset throughout the year last year, your first as a Piston. Um, yeah, obviously obviously moving teams. I, I did it before coming to Selkirk. It's, it's different. Everything's always different. But it seems like making the move to Steinbach, it almost just felt like I'm back home playing playing the same hockey I've been playing my whole life. So it wasn't definitely wasn't a hard switch, I would say. And it seems like everyone everyone last year on the team opened me with welcomed me with open arms, which was which made it very easy for me. You know, you were you you had such high expectations of what you had to do nightly in Selkirk. And then in Steinbeck, it, it felt like it took a little while for you to find your groove, but when you did, you really rounded out your game. Just talk about your evolution as a defenseman throughout last year into becoming one of the top shutdown D in the province. I think when I was in Selkirk, it was more I had to be the one scoring goals, which that isn't me. And then I came to Steinbeck and I realized, well, that's that's I don't have to play that role anymore, which I think it took a bit going five, six games without getting a point, getting frustrated, and then kind of realizing, well, you know what? That's not even my role on this team. I just got to make sure they don't they don't score when I'm on the ice. That was that was my my role last year on the team. You know, you you talk about changing roles like that. Just talk about the support from the coaching staff and from the players, uh, because, like you said, you can get frustrated. But when you realize you can play defensively and not be taken out of the lineup, or you're not getting your ice time cut because you're not producing points wise, just talk us through what that support does for your confidence. Yeah, I think um, I think having Bouge on the back end there for for a D coach, he 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 trusts me. I think with throwing me out there for big penalty kills or last minute in the game or whatever he usually he throws me out there in those those uh situations so I think having that happen was kind of the thing that boosted my confidence in that in that area of the game you know you think of the group last year and and how many unsung heroes there were and how many guys you know just did things to help the team win and I think of that game seven against the Winkler Flyers final minute up a goal do you remember uh, what that was like, shorthanded that scramble in front. Do you remember that moment? Oh yeah, um, yeah. We were talking about that one in the locker room too. Uh, three, whatever. Three guys, three guys completely missed the puck, and then they were coming down pretty much four on one on me. And all I had to do is pretty much block the shot. That's all I, all I had to do in that situation. And yeah, I won't, I won't forget that that moment here in the crowd after that, after blocking that shot. That was that was amazing. You know, that was round one, but it felt like it could have been the finals. Uh, and and then to have it at home, and then to see Hensrud uh, just seal it with the empty netter. Did you take a couple of moments to just look around the TG Smith and just appreciate what it meant to the fans to have that kind of playoff run? I think. Well, sorry that 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 play right there, I I completely was blocked out. But I remember <laughs> I remember seeing whatever. I think it was after, like in the summer, I was looking back on our Instagram or whatever, and I saw that I saw a Travis Hensrud goal. And I was just like looking at the crowd and I was like, oh my goodness, like it was crazy playing in that game. But yeah, like best fans and best fans in Steinbeck. It was it was memorable. So round one, uh, you know, it goes seven games. It was a battle, it was a war. Game, uh, round two against Swan Valley, you go up big with some overtime wins, so you're feeling good. Then they slowly start to chip away a little bit, and they start coming back. What do you remember about game six on the road in Swan Valley uh, with them having won the last two games and thinking maybe game seven in Steinbach is going to be possible? Yeah, I remember going out there like, let's get this done. I don't I don't want to play another game. That's just kind of how the, the mindset is in the playoffs when you're that close. 
But yeah, all I all I remember it being a greasy one. Get out there, they throw a moose leg on the ice or whatever, and um, yeah, just a just a greasy game, just back and forth, and that that was another one too. There was a couple minutes left, and I was out there and just grinding away with the guys, and it was really yeah. it's really cool getting back on the bus after that, knowing you're heading to the Turnbull Cup Finals. Yeah, and again, it's not always scoring goals. It's not about having the highlight reel play. It's about doing the little things, and your teammates notice it, and, and they appreciate it. Does that almost mean more than than stat lines and and points and stuff that your your teammates appreciate and see the stuff that you're doing? Yeah, I think for me, more now it's it's I'd rather block a shot, or I'd rather I'd rather get the puck out on the penalty kill and score a goal, or get an assist. It's just just how it is now, right? It's your way to contribute, yeah, right? Yeah. All right, Turnbull Cup final. I uh, don't want to say it was the easiest of the series. You don't want to take anything away from an opponent, but you go in five games and uh, you didn't give up a goal at home. Just how much pride as a defenseman do you take in the fact that you gave up no goals in the MJHL final on home ice? Yeah, I think I think looking back at it, it, obviously in the moment it didn't feel like that. It just felt like we won, our team won. But yeah, looking back at it, and them not scoring on on home ice was was really cool. You know, we talked about your evolution as a defenseman, but uh, so many times uh, players, it's a grind to go through a season, and it can be hard. But when you hoisted that trophy, did did you just feel the love of hockey again? Did you just love to be a hockey player in that moment? Like, take us through what it was like to fall back in love with the game. Oh, it was lift, lifting that trophy. It was it was something I'll never forget. It's one of the best days probably of my life, and lifting that trophy, yeah, it's. You just you you feel everything you've worked for in your life. It all it all paid off, and that whole year, all the all the sweat and tears. It's it all it all paid off, man. You know your family uh, would have would have had a lot of memories in the TG Smith Center. I'm sure you've played in that barn uh, long before being a member of the Steinback Pistons. Uh, do you remember afterwards the trophy was celebration was all done? The 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 rink was empty. Did you manage to get out on the ice uh, with some of the guys afterwards just to kind of soak in what it meant to shut down the rink with a championship? Yeah, I think. Well, that that night, yeah, we we went back out there and we just looked around and we just just shook our heads like, wow, like. That's it or whatever. And then two days later, we had team pictures, I remember. And I I, I clearly remember that it was going to be the last time I would ever skate on this ice. And I knew it would be the last time I was ever going to skate on this ice. So I remember I remember soaking it in one, one last time just by myself. Like all the memories growing up, even on that ice surface, it was bittersweet. You know, you think about all the local kids that have had a chance. Uh, you know, you and and you know Ty Paisley was part of that championship team. Does it just hit a little deeper coming from the southeast? Just how much that arena meant? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I I remember watching the 2013 team when I remember being in the building with my dad and my brother. Um, yeah, I just just being up there with with one of the guys that have won in that in that rink, even won the won the Turnbull. It's yeah, it's it's something I'll never forget. How surreal is it to think that there's little kids that are going to sit here maybe 10 years, 15 years from now and say, I watched Spencer Penner at the TG Smith Center hoist that Turnbull Cup. How, how surreal is that? Yeah, yeah that's, that's crazy to think about. I've never never thought about that. But yeah, like there probably will be kids like that. And yeah, it's it's cool being a part of it. National championships in Portage, uh, you know, didn't end the way you wanted, but the team battled really hard. How many lessons did the team learn and how many, you know, uh, opportunities to to pick up what you need to do to get to that next level did you and the the guys coming back uh take away from that experience yeah i think 
we obviously we only had a couple road trips during the season. It isn't it isn't crazy travel or whatever in our league. And we got out there and we're in a hotel for a week and a half. And I think winning and then going there and then also being with the guys in just a, a hotel that we pretty much aren't allowed to leave. We got that much closer, and I think I think we yeah we got a lot closer over that tournament. And then um, yeah, just playing games out there too. I think everyone everyone learned a lot. And yeah, we all we all battled it, battled together, just one last time, pretty much together. You know that Steinbeck has always put a program out that they want to be on the national stage. They've earned that right a number of times, and that's kind of the goal each and every year. Did you kind of go into the summer with that in mind, knowing this? Uh, you know, you 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 and the team is looking to take another step to uh, to a national level. Yeah, like I I've talked to buddies even too. I say, well, there's hockey teams like the Brooks. They they um. Their mindset's national championships, not even not even to win their league, and I think that's the mindset a team has to go into to get to that level. I don't think I don't think any guy on our team last year was like, "Oh, national championship." It was more, "Let's win the let's win the MJHL, and then when we get there, we get there." But I think the mindset has to be, "Let's win a national championship right from the start." Yeah, and I, I think two years ago when they lost to Dauphin in the finals, uh, the guys coming back had a bad taste in their mouth. They wanted to right that ship. And then I think coming into this year, a similar thing. And you've got a good core group of guys that are back. Just take us through what it was like walking back into the room and, and reacquainting with some of the guys from Saskatchewan or guys from Ontario and just having uh, the good old boys back. Oh, just m- memories. Memories run right back in the head, obviously. It was, it was, it was good to see all the guys again. And it was good to see new guys meet them and, as the weeks have gone by, just just hanging out with them outside the rink too, just just getting to know everyone and trying to get the boys all close before the season starts. Defensively, this team is maybe the deepest it's ever been in in or the organization's history. Just how much uh, do you guys look forward to playing with each other, learning from each other, and growing together as a defensive group? Yeah, I was, yesterday at practice, I was looking around. I was like, we got such a good decor. It is, but yeah, like all all around too, we got good goaltenders, we got good forwards, like. Every everyone wants to battle and everyone wants to grind out there, which having a team like that, you're going to go deep in the season. Spencer, one of the big things that uh, you know the Pistons have to learn every year, and it's easier with with returning guys, is every night you're getting your opponents best. You are circled on the calendar every game. It doesn't matter if it's a Wednesday in October or you know down the stretch in, in uh, late March. How do you guys deal with that mentally? Is it uh, just focusing on yourselves, not worrying about what others, what other teams are focusing on? How do you deal with that mental grind? It's you got to give it your best as well. That's just something you you need every game. It, there's no, there's no really taking a night off in the season. Um, I was on the back end of that too. I remember when I was in Selkirk, having sign back next up in the calendar. You're you're getting ready for that game. Like that's. You got that's when you got to play the best, right? So, I think, yeah, it's just you always you always got to be at your best when you're playing for Steinbach. You got to be ready every single night, and there's no yeah no no taking nights off. It's going to be a little different in the brokery this year, but it's going to be a lot of fun and something that I'm sure you, as a local guy, are going to appreciate being able to get out more in a different community and and do the things that you've done in Steinbeck, but also now in the brokery or other areas. Just take us through uh, what that's going to be like off the ice, helping grow, uh, you know, Pistons hockey in the southeast. Yeah, I think I think um, small town the brokery. It's it's right by my hometown too, so. Just just driving down that street, even seeing the high school there and everything, it's 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 just thinking about well, some of these people might be coming to our games. They might 
They might be watching Pistons hockey. They might be getting into hockey. Like, what we could be changing in this in the brokery there is is huge. And yeah, just getting out in the community and seeing small businesses out there is is people always like that. So I think that's going to be good for our team this year. Spencer, uh, we'll wrap up with um, we talked about the evolution as you had of a defenseman from year one with Steinbeck. How do you want to grow as a player and as a person now in year two? You're 19. You know you're going to be viewed as more of a leader. Uh, so just take us through how you want to kind of grow this year and and uh, it just kind of keep growing as a player. I think how I want to grow is I want to be guiding some of the younger guys more, and I want to be I want to be there for the younger players and helping them out in their career. Like you said, just being a leader this year with our team, I think, I think that's the way I want to grow, as a as a player and as a person. Just, just working on my leadership goals.